Do you hold yourself prisoner from the, uh, on the opinions of others? How can you stop that? How can you become a lot freer in what you do and how not to concern yourself on what those other, other people's opinions are? Talk about that today on episode 76 of the Relaxed Mail. Welcome to Relaxed Mail, a podcast that helps men change their relationship with themselves. I am your host, Brian, and I am a men's life and mindset coach who is here to help you understand that you don't have to suffer at your own expense. You can live your dream, and I encourage you to set, then pursue your goals. So join me as I change the mindset and attitudes of men so that they can be the leaders of their families and their destinies. Hey man, hello and welcome to Relaxed Mail. So this week we're going to be talking about freeing yourself from the opinions of others and what, why we actually examine why we actually take those opinions of other people and apply so much weight to them when in all reality, we honestly don't. But before we actually jump into that, wanted to talk about, um, just welcome, uh, all our new listeners. Hello guys. Uh, welcome to uh, the show. This is a show that helps men to actually find their reason, find their why instead of wandering around being this, you know, this anxious ball of energy, how we can actually learn to follow our dreams, follow our passions, but at the same time, be able to live life as, as free as possible. And this uh, is a, a weekly show that I put out to help guys with the different struggles of, of being masculine and and to be men in, in general. And if any time during the show, if you end up liking anything that's being said, you like any particular uh, topic that is being mentioned or causes you to think of somebody who is in that uh, particular instance, Hey, feel free to share the show out. That's the only thing I really ask of you for, for listening, taking the time to listen to the show is to just share it out, share it with the, uh, with your friends, your family, your, your band of brothers, share that out with those, those folks and share it on onto your, your Facebook, your social media and other social media accounts, because the more people that can actually listen to the show, the more people that actually start, um, gathering the information more we can build a a group of a a a a community that actually helps men to become stronger and better and more well uh, well rounded more and and ready to take on the world now each week i like to do a a question of the week now the question of the week is any type of question that you that's been asked by the community if from being relationship to just your day-to-day uh, struggles and, and barriers that you come across, different mindset issues that you come uh, come up against, you can always feel free to actually ask those questions on on the on the show. To be able to ask a question, all you have to do is go to relaxedmail.com forward slash contact and submit a fill out the form at the bottom, and you will and that'll actually make it over to the uh, to my inbox, and I'll read it, answer it, and and share it out with the uh with the community. 
Or if you like, if you don't want to, can't remember to go there, you can also go to uh, just shoot me an email at Brian with a Y at relaxmail.com and ask your question and I'll reply to you that way too. And if for whatever reason I don't have a a question that comes in from the community, then what I'll normally do is I'll just jump over to Quora and look up a question. And this one here was actually uh, requested of me uh, from over on Quora, and that is, why am I not happy in my life? Flat out, simple question. Not 100% easy, but or straightforward, but... As a whole, it's it's a fairly simple question. Why am I not happy? Or why you could even ask this of yourself. Why are you not happy if you happen to be struggling with some type of uh, of problem? Why are you not happy in life? And there are a lot of reasons that will actually keep you from having happiness and joy in your life. It uh, not just um, you know stress and and everyday life and making and having a a limiting mindset of some sort. But there's also just, there's also a lot of different, uh, things that happen in real, in, in today's life that really don't benefit us. They don't serve us in any way. And so we end up using these because we see them as being good, but yet they are, they're tying us and holding us back in, in several different ways. One of them is just the fact that we get so dad blasted comfortable with everything. We come home, we go, we get up, we get get dressed, we go to work, and yeah, I mean, granted, driving is not a hundred percent safe uh, activity. You could have somebody jump out in front of you. You could be walking across the street and somebody run over you. There's a lot of dangers that are involved, but those dangers are very mild and, mi- and minimum, and rarely, actually, in the grand scheme of things, rarely ever happen. It's fairly safe to drive from your house to work. And when you get to work, then, you know, there's, it's fairly safe. You've got air conditioning, you know, you've got everything pretty much right there at your fingertips. So there's not a lot of struggle with that. Yeah. You've got some stress. You got some, some problems that may occur from while at work, but at a whole, it's, it doesn't, there's not a whole lot of of strife with that. And then, you know, the drive home and then you get home and oh, you're tired. And so you sit on the couch, you have a beer. You watch television till nine thirty, ten o'clock at night, and maybe even later. Stay up and watch the uh, watch the late night show, and then you go to bed to rinse and repeat to do the whole thing. That becomes very stagnant. It becomes very boring. Would <laughs> be a good way to put it. And so, our biggest problem, and the, honestly, I believe the biggest reason for so many of us men not being happy is the fact that we don't seek out struggles in our life. Now you're going, whoa, 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 what? You want me to struggle? Yes, actually, I want you to struggle. Struggling in life is not as bad as you think it is. Now you're probably hearing struggle and thinking that it's a life and death situation. And no, in all reality, majority of our, you just heard, majority of our life is the farthest thing from life and death. We don't have you know, saber tooth tigers coming in to see to snack on us. We don't have to worry about a bear living in our in our basement that comes out and uh, might decide to uh, to use us as a as a human burrito. There's a lot of things that our prehistoric mind, our our old caveman mind, just really are afraid of that unknown, that un you know the the uncharted territory. That, that place in that we've not ever go. We've been, we're told it's a bad place. People are it. No one, people go in, never return that type of thing. 
those are rare places these days. You can, yeah, you may walk, find yourself in a forest and yeah, you're not going to be there. And so you're going to have that fear, that anxiety because you're in a unknown spot to yourself. But at the same time, that's, you're not going to die from that. I mean, we've got cell phones that can pinpoint where you're at. So it's not, it's not nearly as, it's nowhere near as dangerous as what, uh, it used to be even during, you know, the pioneer times when we had, you had mountain men walking around, you know, picking up, hunting pelts. These days we've got a fairly cushy, cushy life. And it's just, that's to our detriment. Uh, we've gotten way too damn comfortable. We have just gotten ourselves to where we just, it's not. Our biggest problem that we have is do we want to eat home or eat out? We don't have to worry about, you know, where we're going to get food. We already know where we're going to get food. We either go to the refrigerator or we go, uh, go down to Denny's. One of the two. We need more struggle in our life. We need to get out of our comfort zone. We sit in our comfort zone way, way too much. We sit on, we get home. We sit down. We turn on the television. We watch the television sitting on a, on a couch and it feels safe. We are nice, warm, dry. We are safe. And all that safe causes us to not have the gratitude of the fact that we have gone through a struggle. Those struggles are imperative to our happiness in all reality. We have to have some type of struggle, some type of strife in our life for us to have a perspective. You know, you've got, you don't know how wonderful the top of the mountain is until you've been hanging around down in the valleys for a while. Now the valley's all cold and, you know, it's, it's a low area, but once you get up above on top of the summit, you know, you see everything around you and it's so awe inspiring, so great. You don't under, you don't appreciate light until you've spent some time in darkness. You need those back and forths to help you become, to appreciate those, those good times. The bad times are there. There, as I've said before, we are, our life is 50 50, 50% pain, 50% pleasure. And if you're not, if you're spending all your time running away, away from the, the pain, you're not going to experience the joys of all those pleasures. So. To, if you want to have a happier life, start doing something that will actually cause you to get out of your comfort zone. Do something that you really makes you feel uncomfortable. So, and I agree, it sounds like a horrible, cruel paradox, but it's, that's, that's life. Sometimes life doesn't make a whole heap and lot of sense other than, you know what? It works and that makes sense to me. We're too, we're too comfortable. We need to have a little more hardship in our lives, not self-imposed, you know, oh, we're going to starve to death type of hardship. But, you know, there are things that you can do that steps you out of your, you're out of your comfort zone. Um, one of the best ways to do that is just sit down, take a piece of paper, sit down and write out, say 10 things that scare the bejesus out of you. Um, maybe it is standing in front of a crowd and giving a speech, you know, something like that. You know, you, you don't have to go walk the, a tightrope between, uh, the, uh, like the one guy that walked and did the tightrope walk between the, uh, uh, between the two towers. That's the twin towers, but you can, you know, you can do something that is going to take you out of your comfort zone. Maybe it's you join a civic organization or you join a, 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 like a blacksmith group. If you're into blacksmithing or, you know, you join up with a group of people. If you've not ever gone to church, maybe you want to start trying to go to church. That's a lot of people seem to be getting a little, probably stand to be, go to church a bit more. And it wouldn't hurt to go spend, you know, a month, uh, 
going to church every Sunday just to see what it's like, to see that it's nowhere near as bad as society wants to try to tell you that church is. You might do kind of like what uh, the guy uh, Jai Jang, I think is how you pronounce his name. But anyhow, he spent 100 days of rejection. He made sure that he every single day he did something to get rejected. He would go out and say he would ask, go to McDonald's and order a Big Mac and he'd get finished eating a Big Mac and he'd go up and ask him for a refill on the Big Mac. He, cause knowing that people would tell him no, he would walk up to a stranger and say, Hey, would you give me a hundred dollars? Just so he could get told no. And what he figured out and found out is that you don't die from being told no. You don't die. You're not going to even get your arm broke or even suffer a bruise if somebody tells you no. You're actually getting stronger when somebody tells you no. You become a better person when somebody tells you no. You want to get out of the, your comfort zone. And because he was so opposed to being rejected, he was so afraid of it. He decided he had had enough of being reje- of being afraid of rejection. And so he decided he was going to get rejected and do it so for a hundred days. And he's actually got a real famous Ted talk about it now. And I've got a link to it on the, uh, on the show notes, if you want to go and see that. And as you try to go out and you try to do stuff, know that you're going to fail. A lot of people are afraid that they, if they try, they're going to fail. They're going to screw up. They're going to look like, look stupid. And guess what? You're going to and be okay with that. Be okay with the fact that you're going to end up being, you're going to fall on your face a few times. When you were learning to ride a bike, were you, did you instantly just whoop, hop on and off you went? No, you hopped on and you might try to push off and you fell over. Scraped your knee, tried it again, fell off, scraped your other knee, fell off, scraped, scraped your elbow, fell off, scraped your nose, fell off. You know, you're going to scrape your cheek. You know, you, by the time you get finished right, learning to ride a bike, you're kind of a walking scab for the next day. That is just how, how life goes where you have to learn. And it's not, it's not pleasant all the time. You're trying stuff and you're falling and you're trying it again and you fall a different way and you try a different way and you fall still some more until eventually, oh, you've got the bike up and moving. And that's usually still not even the stop end of all the pain and and discomfort because eventually you got to have to learn how to stop. And that's a new whole bit of a whole new set of skills that you have to teach yourself. Starting, writing, stopping. There's, there's a set of skills for every activity that you have to learn. Now, the other, another way that you can actually help find a bit of happiness. Now, this won't bring you a whole heap and a lot of joy, but it will at least put you in the proper mindset to start accepting more joy into your life is actually take the time to write a gratitude journal. And this is something that I recommend over and over and over again. This thing is just absolutely magic when it comes to mindsets. Every day, find three things that you're grateful for. Write it down. Pen pen to paper. I am grateful for this. I am grateful for this. Grateful for this. Make it a challenge, though. Don't allow yourself to use the same one every day. Make set it up to where you know every other day. If you want to make it easy, or maybe every you want to really challenge yourself once every thirty days or seven days. But make it to where you have to be grateful for, you're stating you're grateful for at least three things every single day, weekends included, and see how your attitude changes after a couple of months of doing that. All of a sudden, someone backs, you know, they're backing out of a, uh, out of an aisle and they bump into you. Well, you may have at one time gotten angry. Oh, how dare you? It's like, oh, okay, dude, it's all right. You're cool. You find that you can relax. You can breathe more. You can just enjoy life a lot more when you are 
coming from a place of gratitude, when that attitude of yours is not as as grumpy and, and, and grumbly and stuff, you're more happy and content with what life is is doing. You're more willing to take chances and step out of the, your comfort zone when you have a mindset that is actually set to adventure as opposed to, you know, preservation. If you're willing to do that, you will find that uh, happiness comes upon it sneaks up on you and lands on your shoulder, and you find that it's a lot better, a lot better in life than what you originally thought. All right, so now let's talk about uh, the main topic. Now, our main topic, as I mentioned before, is freeing yourself from the opinions of others. How many times have you had a great idea? You were, you had something that you were wanting to try to do. And so you told a good friend or you told a family member or something like that. And they were like going, well, I mean, you can if you want. It sounds kind of like a dumb idea to me. And you let it go. Kind of like the parable of the violin player where the guy wanted to become the greatest violinist in the world. And so he, he studied and studied and studied. And then one day he found the, this, uh, one of the greatest violin teachers of all time. And he was wanting, uh, walked up to him and goes, told him his, his dream and his hope. And he looked at the, uh, and, and asked the, uh, the violin teacher to, Hey, would you listen to me and, and give me your, give me your thought. And so he opens up his, uh, violin case and he sits there and he plays one of the most beautiful songs he ever played and played the best he's ever played and once he got done he packed everything up and looked at the violin teacher and says so do i have what it takes to be a great violin teacher and the violin teacher dropped his eyes down and kind of shook his head and says no you don't have what it takes to be a great violin player and crushed the man let uh Put his violin away, tucked it away, went to school and got and became uh, got into the financial industry and just absolutely fell in love with it and was become wildly successful. He thought he was never overcome that that pain uh, of giving up the violin, but he found that eventually he did and he had a wonderful life and a beautiful family and three kids and two dogs and lived in a beautiful house and all that. And then one day, ten years later, he. He's walking down the street and he sees that same violin teacher and he runs up to him and goes, Oh, great violin teacher. I want to thank you. Uh, 10 years ago, I don't know if you remember me, but, but I played for you and I asked you if it had, I had what it takes to be uh, a, a famous violin player and you told me no. And you were right. My life became so much better and so, so happy. And I was uh, all this other stuff and beautiful wife. And you know, all, all this, all, everything that uh, I thought wouldn't be possible unless I was a great violin player came true. But I want to know, how did you know I was not a great violin player? And he, the violin teacher looked down, thought for a second, looked up and says, well, I tell everybody that who asks me that question. He took the opinion, the violin player took the opinion of that teacher is a highly respected teacher that he didn't have what it took. And he, the teacher gave his opinion. No, you don't have that. And because of that, the man threw away his dream. Now, granted, he was able to find a new passion, but he threw away a dream strictly on the opinion of a, of a, of a one person. And I bet you, you've done that yourself. I bet you, you've taken other people's opinions and have morphed who you are or who you thought you are or what you thought you should be on the basis that somebody gave you an opinion. Now, what is an opinion? An opinion is, I went ahead and looked it up 
Thanks, Google. Uh, according to the definition of the Oxford languages, an opinion is a view or judgment formed about something not necessarily based in fact or knowledge. Example, I'm writing my voice, uh, writing to voice my opinion on an issue of greater importance. Another example, uh, Definition is the beliefs or views of a large number or majority of people about a particular thing. The change, changing climate of uh, opinion. The last definition is an example uh, or an estimation of quality or worth of something or someone. I had a higher opinion of myself than I deserved. Now, all three of those work real well with what we're talking about because you have people who cast judgment. They... I was, when I was younger, I wanted to be a marine biologist. Got told, you know, you've got to have to do a lot more. Uh, you don't like to do lo- the level of, of school that you're going to have to do. And so guess what? I didn't do the level of school. Decided I was going to go into photography. Got, got encouraged to do photography. But it, again, it was, um, was told you were not going to make a whole lot of money doing, being a photographer. They could be right. They could be wrong. I could have gone into wedding photography and been wildly successful. I could have gone, you know, into landscaping and landscape photography and still been wildly successful. But I took that opinion and is set that, uh, set that dream off to the side. We do this. We take what other people say and we apply an opinion as if it is an, if is, if I could talk as if it is fact. And that is probably one of the biggest detriments we ever do to ourselves. We have people who say, yeah, we're going to be, uh, uh, we want to help you, but you can't go into this. You're not, you're not set up for this. You're, or, uh, you don't know how to run a, a run a, 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 ma- a marathon. You're, you've not ever done that. You don't know how to do that. You're going, you're going to fail at it. Well, again, truth and the facts are mixed in there. I've never ran a marathon. I wouldn't know what it takes to go to do a marathon. Would I fail? There is a chance, but no guarantee until I decide I want to believe what it is that I believe. You're going to let your, your words and the words of others mean have no power. Okay. There's no power over, over where that words have over you until you decide to let them have power over you. So is your wife being an, being irrational? Well, no. According to you, she's being irrational, but according to her, she is highly rational. She knows what she's doing. She knows what she's trying to get said. She knows what she's trying to get done. It doesn't mean that you fully understand. That's where, in all reality, the truth is that y'all need to have better communication. My kids don't listen. Well, you'll find out later on down the line that your kids probably are actually listening. They just don't want to learn from you. They would rather take life as being the teacher. And so life needs to come along and show them what you're, what you're saying is actually true. They take that children uh, uh, when they're young are amazing. We sit there and we say they don't listen, but in all reality, they're doing what I'm saying to do right here. They take what you're telling them as opinion and then go find out. Is it true or is it not true? You want to be able to go play and uh, play outside. All right. Well, then you got to clean your room. Well, they ain't going to clean the room. So guess what? They're not going to play outside. They figure these things out. They see everything as an opinion until proven as a fact. But yet for us as adults, we've tried to, we are busy finding out what is, we take things as fact only to turn around and find out that they're actually just opinions. 
We have, and it's not when I say an opinion I, and uh, a fact, I'm not meaning those alternative facts that were screamed about about four or five years ago. These uh, alternative facts are, are, I'm talking about what a, an opinion is. That's a, something that is perceived as a thought. Now, people may believe their own, their own opinions and they may have a lot of truth in those opinions. There may be, but truth is not the same and, and beliefs are not the same as what facts are. Person can, because all what a belief is is a uh, is a thought people believe or perceive to be true. What's true? Well, people believe that the Earth was flat for well. Sadly, there's still people who go off and try to say the Earth is flat. But still, you look at it. uh, We people used to think that illnesses were because of bad spirits. At the moment, that's what it was because they had no idea that there were these little bitty micro, uh, microscopic critters running around that would make you sick. They had no idea that that was uh, even possible. So at the moment, that was true. And what is, what their truth is and what they perceive to be true is dependent upon what they're on their experiences. So is your wife mad? Well, could be she's mad. Could also be that she is, just really tired and is being short, uh, has been dealing with an onslaught of questions from kids and wants you to be the one making decisions for a couple of hours so she can get it to take a nap. Our opinions have no weight in all reality. Our opinions are not all that important. We, but for whatever reason, we have taken opinions, especially from people that we trust, that we, we see, we respect. Those opinions seem to weigh five times more than than others. But people from the words that that we take from people we don't trust, we don't like our, our enemies, a lot of times they will spit out opinions of us. And guess what? Those seem to be even more impactful than the, from the people who we do trust. You have somebody who sits there and looks at you and goes, dude, you're, you suck at being a podcaster. Well, guess what? You know what? I probably do. I have no problem with accepting the fact that I do, but I'm not going to let that hold me back. I horrible, you know, when it comes to writing, I love writing, but am I ever going to be a Pulitzer Prize author? No. And I know that and I'm okay with that, but who knows? Maybe I will get a writing, co- uh, get a writing coach down or I'll start, uh, I'll start getting a, uh, an editor. And with the help of an editor and a writing coach, I could turn my writing completely around and all of a sudden become, you know, a prize winning novelist or become a, 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 write a book that, uh, changes the world. At this moment, no, I'm, I'm just kind of a mediocre, less, maybe even less than mediocre writer who enjoys what I'm doing, enjoys the information that I'm sharing. And I hope that's what I hope you enjoy the information, but I am not going to take what the trolls tell me. I'm, I see their opinions as being opinions and I am working real hard these days on trying to make sure that I see the opinions of my loved ones as just opinions too, because a lot of times uh, our loved ones, our family members, will tell us their opinions out of hopes that they protect us. It's done out of love, but it's, again, that is strictly almost, almost entirely to a detriment of the betterment of ourselves. 
you may have wanted to be a, a world famous uh, screenwriter. You wanted to write plays and and scripts for movies when you were when you were younger, and maybe you had an uncle who did that very same thing for uh, for a little while, and he comes up to you one day after learning that that's what you want to do, and goes, "Dude, don't do it. You don't want to do that. That you're going to fall on your face. You're going to starve to death, and you're going to come home a disgrace. Go find something else to do." And so you take that dream and you tuck it away. What did he, what did your uncle say that was true? Well, that was factual. That you're going to struggle. Well, there's a darn good chance that you're going to struggle, but that's not a fact. I would I would assume that the struggle was coming on, and I would actually welcome that struggle because every time you struggle, you earn your you earn your stripes. So struggling is a good thing. Struggling is something that you want to do. But I think what what uncle your uncle is saying is, dude, I failed at it. If I can't do it, a little snot-nosed kid is not going to be able to do it either. And I don't want you to be hurt. I don't want you to be emotionally crushed like I was. And that's and you find out that a lot of those fears are being instilled in you, but those fears are nothing more than thoughts mixed with emotions. And those thoughts mixed with emotions are often nothing more than opinions. As a matter of fact, of any thought that is mixed with an emotion, that is an opinion. There's there because your your thoughts and your emotions do not reflect what the thoughts and emotions of another person is going to be. So it doesn't do you any good to try to apply the emotions and the thoughts of another person. Now you can look at it and you can take it and you can take it with a grain of salt and understand that hey, this could be what's going to happen. Or this could be something that's not going to happen. We don't know. But if there's a danger ahead of, you know, struggling real hard, there's a danger of being taken advantage of right here. You know, you can hear what they're saying and apply what the, the lessons they've learned and apply it to your, to your scenario. But know that that's may, that's not a fact. Fact again is just is something that can be proven in a court of law. If you can't prove, you know, Aunt Gladys is is crazier than a bed bug. There's no way to to prove that because one, you have to know how why what makes a bed bug crazy and why is a bed bug crazy to begin with. You don't have those that, that bit of information. It's not going to do you any good to to pursue it. So, but anyhow, when it comes to an opinion, see it as an opinion. Acknowledge it. You can acknowledge it and go, "Thank you." Well, I appreciate that. Those thoughts, and but apply that fa- those uh, those opinions as opinions. Don't apply them as being you know carved in stone facts because they're not. Opinions are not facts. Opinions are opinions. Facts are facts. They are provable. They they happen every single time. It's you know law of relativity or uh, the law of uh, of gravity is always going to happen. There's always gravity there. You that is a fact. We have gravity. That's what holds us to the ground. That is gravity. An apple's going to fall off the tree. Is and it's always going to land on your head. That always going to land on your head is an opinion. It's not true, but an apple will fall from a tree does, but not always. I've still seen I had one apple hang on there all year once. Uh, it looked really horrible, but still it was, there was an apple on one of my, on my apple tree that hung on there for, uh, for all through the winter. So you can separate fact from fiction when it comes to seeing, having people giving you their opinion, telling you what's going to happen. Make sure you truly go through the process of distilling what is truth, what is not truth, because that's going to help you be able to make the decision that, to be able to get to where you want to be. 
take those nuggets of truth, see if you can decide which ones are, are truthful and which ones are just out of fear, which ones are done out of, out of anger or, or anything like that. And from there, you will find that you can, you can accomplish a heck of a lot more if you stop with the opinions and start listening to the truths that you're telling yourself. So, all right. So guys, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to let you go on that. I appreciate you taking the time to listen. If you, anything was said on here again, please share that out with your, your friends, family, your followers on, on Instagram, uh, Facebook. Any place that you go, if maybe you're on DBuzz or, or, uh, or some type of, uh, some other alternative social media, that's fine. Share it out. Let people know. Help. Let's help grow this community a bit more. If you really want to help, go. You, if you're on Facebook or Facebook, if you're on, uh, an Apple phone, you can, uh, go through and you can like, uh, like the, the, you can like, you can subscribe, not subscribe, follow. I'll get the right term. They've changed the t- the term here on the last update. So instead of being, uh, being subscribed, it's now follow. So it's like with, uh, Spotify and a couple other places you've got, uh, you can follow the podcast at, there's no, no fee to it. Uh, you can follow it and that way you get a new, uh, subscription or the, the updated version every week whenever the, uh, the show is released. And if you're on, on an Apple device, if you'd like to, uh, rate and review the show, I would greatly appreciate it. If you're on a, uh, if you're listening through Google podcasts, again, great. I also, uh, I appreciate it. If you are on any other device and you want to be able to rate and review me, I would appreciate it. If you went over to relaxmail.com forward slash pod chaser, that will forward you over to the, our pod chaser page where you can leave a rating and review. If you're wanting to subscribe, man, I would appreciate it. We are available on Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, TuneIn, Deezer, also available on Pocket Cast, Overcast, Castro, Castbox, Player FM, Swoot, Radio Public, uh, Breaker, Podbean, Good Pods, uh, Bullhorn, Ghana, Hypercaster, uh, available on Amazon Music and Audible, both Pod Friend, Pod Tail, Podcast Guru, Aural, and Play a Pod, Podverse, Get Podcast, and and over on Verbal, and many, many more. So, if I've got plenty of ways for you to be able to to uh, to subscribe and follow, and that would be and the more you do, the more we grow, the better we grow, the more people will come in and start seeing us so guys i appreciate the ratings appreciate the reviews i appreciate you listening and so with that guys i'm gonna go ahead and i'm gonna let you go thank you again y'all take care we'll see y'all next week till then bye